This week's episode of the Sports Lodge is brought to you by Bob Woodward's new book, Rage. Is Donald Trump good or bad? Buy this book and find out. And now it's time for the Sports Lodge! <laughs> God bless the president. Man, what a sponsor. We'll finally find out if this Cheeto in chief is good or bad. Yeah, that's great because I tell you, I don't know about you guys, but I've been hung up on that question for the last four years or so, you know? I, I don't like I can't him. Make I, a, I, I can't figure it out. I don't like him, but I don't know if he's good or bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can't trust my own moral compass, you know? I, I got I to gotta read this book. Bob Bobard will tell us. And from what I'm told, you find out on the very last page. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a real, like, thriller style, mm-hmm. you know, what is this, a John Grisham book or something? <laughs> That's amazing. Cliffhanger Exa- to the end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's it's like, you know, I, I don't want to do that thing, like, you know, where you just go to the end and read the ending like you do when you're a kid. Sure. But I am so curious. I already ordered uh, five copies. I've got one for myself, one for my girlfriend, and then I'm going to distribute the other three to three lucky homeless men who are now living in tent cities uh, in New York. That's good. That's very kind that's, of you. That's incredibly kind, man. I think that's the wow. best, the nicest thing I can do. Yeah. Sharing information I, is just as important as anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm going to say I can't give you money, but what I can do is I can give you Rage by Bob Woodward. Yeah, enjoy. And honestly, that's better than money. You yeah, know? it's knowledge I, is power. Like, exactly. <laughs> and so. yeah, I'm. I'm so happy that we're getting this book because, like, my eyes and you know my brain haven't been able to figure out for the last four years. Any, you know. I was like, oh, he's telling the truth about this coronavirus thing this whole time. I was thinking that, you know, I, I never here. had any doubts. Yeah, I, I, I take the guy at his word, you know, so this was like, whoa, wait, 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 what? So, yeah, needless to say, I can't read. I can't wait to read more, you know. No, same. Uh, yeah. I'm thrilled. And, you know, who knows? It might come out. Donald Trump is good. And then I can... And- Herb I can would feel right. he would be right because I don't Herb, think it is. I don't want the guy. I don't want God to bless him. But hey, wow. Herb, Herb's a different yeah, guy. Well, Herb always tells me that he says respect the office, right? You know, he's a big. He's old school about that kind of he thing. Is. It's all about respect for him. You're right. I mean, I will say he didn't show a ton of respect to Obama, but I, you know, that's neither here nor there. You know, I had, when I first met him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say anything, but he does, he, you know, he kind of selectively applies that, like, always be respectful um, attitude. I have noticed that. Yeah, but I don't know. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but anyway, this is our uh, 
our first potting with Jimmy in out of state. You yeah. made it. Yep. Yep. I'm uh, I'm in Atlanta now. Um, so it's it's a little different from New York, you know. Uh, I'm not gonna rub it in you guys' faces uh, too much here, but um, there's less trash and and noise. But there are there's also you know you're not too far from um, you know crazy right wing nut jobs so there's a trade off. Um, I I also I'll say I will say on the way into Atlanta on 85 I saw um, the a Punisher a Trump Punisher bumper sticker that was the Punisher skull with the American flag. Um, like in it and and then Trump's hair on top of the skull um which I know I told you guys about that off mic but I felt like the our our massive audience should hear about that too because it's, it's a real thing that's out there and it's a beautiful head of hair so nothing's yeah. tougher nothing is tougher than that beautiful blonde hair you know what i mean Exactly. Like would you, I was like I was intimidated when I saw that. Yeah. I, yeah like, what what I, what color would lanes. What color would you call Trump's hair? Is that blonde or like strawberry blonde or um, Yeah, maybe it's strawberry blonde. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a beautiful strawberry. <laughs> I was talking with a friend of mine and we were talking about how Trump he probably does call it strawberry blonde because he's like a sorority girl, you know? Like yeah, he, he is. He took that picture in front of a Philly cheesesteak the other day and was like, always great to be in Philadelphia. But like, he does his little pose with the thumbs up and the big smile. Yeah. And it's like, that's such a sorority girl move. Like, this is how I take pictures. Oh, yeah. And he's Hi. got the fake, the fake tan, you know? He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, he's, just yeah. cartoonishly vain. The nice tits. Uh, um, the amazing rack. Yeah, and he's like real catty. And yeah. And he wears um, those sick heels. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why he's always like tilted forward. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it look like he just crapped his pants. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, this isn't to cast judgment, but you know, he yeah, is, read the book first, read the book first, but he is kind of like a sorority girl, <laughs> the worst um, kind of sorority girl. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice that you're settled in, in Atlanta or getting settled in. And I can see in your yeah. screen, uh, trees. Yeah. Uh, we got trees down here. I don't know if you guys remember what trees are like. Uh, uh not really. Yeah, Not really. We got a lot more uh, trees, a lot less J train. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent less J train than my <laughs> old apartment, which uh, that's that's a good thing. Let me I'll ask tell you, you that much: Have you had um, a dream since you've left in which you hear the J train go by yet? No, that's a great question, but no, I, not yet. I bet you will. Yeah, I bet you will. Because it used to be uh, my first couple nights when I worked on a cruise ship, the first couple nights off, I would like wake up because I'd gotten so used to the motion of the ocean, if you will, that I thought I felt it in my sleep and then my equilibrium would get fucked up and I'd wake up and be confused that I was Mm -hmm. not moving. 
So I feel like yeah. you're going to sort of experience that with the J train. Yeah, I think yeah. It'll, it'll get there because I've also been out of town. This is why like our episodes coming out a day late. Jimmy was moving. I was out of town. I was out in Buffalo and, and I had a hard time sleeping at first and we had to get a noise machine that played reggaeton <laughs> at, a low, at a very loud level late at night so that I could finally sleep. <laughs> yeah, it is. And like, fireworks. This- the the quiet here is like almost shocking after living in a in a noisy apartment even by new york yeah. standards an extra noisy apartment um so it's like it's almost jarring how quiet it is here uh but i'm not upset about that it's a good thing so no i yeah i remember yeah. when my aunt and uncle from new york would come visit atlanta my parents house they'd They'd always remark on how quiet it was, but to me, I was like, "It's not quiet, and we're in the city." But now I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> compared to like living in Harlem, yeah, it's super fucking quiet." Yeah, um, it's loud down here. Birds are chirping all the time. <laughs> Birds are chirping, <laughs> and every- you can hear them at night. <laughs> <laughs> and in the distance, sometimes you hear uh, an ambulance, maybe, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the only drawback is like when the next civil war starts, you know, you we guys will be separated. We'll be on opposite sides of that war. Right, you'll be you fighting the guns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, and I'm going to enlist. Yeah, you're uh, going to fight for the south, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, the, you Just can't. That's, I wouldn't do that, guys. No, Are no. you going to buy a gun? You can, right? It's totally legal to go I, out and get I, a gun, right? I can buy a gun. Um, you know, that's a great question. I've my, thought about it. My cousin. My, I'm pretty sure my wife would object. She's yeah, I was going to really ask, have you, gun. Ever, have you guys ever owned guns? I have no. never owned a gun. Yeah. I, I never fired a gun either. Oh, I've fired them. They're fun. I thought about getting one when I lived in Atlanta. Not for, like, protection, because I, you know, it's not like that. It was just like, hey, everyone else has one. Um, (laughs) But it was like, yeah, no, no, not worth it. Well, Jimmy, if you ever want to toy with the idea, my cousin actually runs a shooting range down there. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you can go over there, man. You can try out a gun, shoot at it, shoot at a target. Shit. Do they have any of them Bin Laden targets? Because I'd love to teach him a lesson. I'm sure they do. You know I, mean? I bet they you know, do. I for 10 years. That's I one would. of my favorite scenes from that, the show Atlanta, where uh, <laughs> he goes to the shooting range and he's shooting. He has a, a, a cutout of a dog he's shooting. And everyone freaks the fuck out. And it's like, how are you? Sh- why are you shooting a dog drawing? And it's like, you're shooting a human. What the fuck is you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, crazy. I'm pretty sure my cousin met her significant other working at the shooting range. So, oh yeah, man. Match made. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shot through uh, the heart. Yeah, big. Zing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, you I can almost. You rent Tommy guns at a shooting range and shoot them. Those are fun. Jesus. Yeah, man. I'm, I might. Your mob dream. I hear. <laughs> You know what? I, I just, I just, um, I, I'm gonna be down there around Christmas. Maybe we can go hit the shooting range. Shit, mask up and go ready. shoot. Yeah, in Hell Worlds, you know, it's it's a good skill to have. Yeah, you know, it's 
But you, at this point, you just got to adapt to Hell World. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Bernie's Bernie's done. Okay. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's time to strap in for Hell World. <laughs> we tried that. It didn't work out. We got to accept reality now. Yeah. Just, you just got to you got to accept and move on. Yep. Um. Anyway, on that note, sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked sports in a while on this show. We've had a. You know, we had the big show, the big hundredth show, and and then we had uh, celebrity Randy on last week. If you missed those episodes, check them out. They're great. Which, by the way, shout out oh, to yeah. Randy. I think as we speak, he's on the Appalachian Trail, which is exciting. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, shout out to Randy Havens out there. And uh, but yeah, it's there's a lot to talk about in sports. Oh yeah, where should we begin? I mean, I I think the the big well. We can begin wherever, but the I'll just say it. You the pick. first the first thing I saw that like caught my attention this morning was uh, the Big Ten is opting back in yeah. to the college football season. They're pulling a Nick Marcakis. They bowed out, now they're back in. Um, college football's back, baby. College football's oh, yeah. back. I don't know if you guys caught any games this weekend. Um I, I got to say, I felt very weird about it because they would show the stands and they'd be like, look at all these responsible students, social distancing and staying in their group. And then like, but most of the games they weren't doing, they were just like doing what I would do if I were 19. They were partying yeah, without their masks, like watching college football. So anyway. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Um, we were like texting a little bit over the weekend as we were, as those games were on and I, I agree. I think, like you said it, Kevin, and I agree with you completely. It it was more uncomfortable to watch the games where they allowed a few fans in than the empty stadiums. Like I found myself not enjoying those games that much. Right. It was it was, it was eerie. It was because like also yeah. mentally, it's just like, oh, this is a bad game because like you see that in blowouts or like in games that don't matter. So in mm-hmm. my head, I'm like, oh, this game sucks anyway because no one's there. It's like, oh wait, no, because we're not supposed to be there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was watching the Notre Dame game and I was confused. I was like, wait, they're letting fans in and students, but like, didn't they shut down campus at yeah, Notre Dame? They did. Because so there was like, an outbreak there. So what the fuck? I don't, I don't get the logic there, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all about the cashish at the end of the day. That's the whole reason this season is happening, uh, which is weird, but. I don't know. It's very, it's very, cause I love college football so much. Uh, it's hard not to feel conflicted about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was already sort of a morally compromised system in the first place with all these, like all the unpaid labor basically that it dependence depended on. So it's even weirder this year. I didn't really get a chance to watch much cause we were moving, but um, I'll probably watch this coming weekend. I have to be honest with you. Yeah, so to, um, so, to, so to tie it all back to like what Kevin was saying, over the weekend, the ACC and the Big 12 resumed play, and that was like the big thing. The SEC starts, I think, next weekend. Um, I believe that's right. Yes, sir. They're starting up there. So, so we, ha- we only have had two major conferences play so far. So I think after seeing that, the reports today are saying that the Big 10, after kind of – sort of seeing how those things went and now apparently they have access to a lot more tests they're gonna come back 
Um, part of the hurdle for the Big Ten, which I guess we hadn't talked about and I hadn't really realized up until now, the presidents of Michigan and Michigan State are both, epit- uh, what is it, epidemiologists? Epidemiologists. So, epidemiologists. They're both epidemiologists themselves. So they were like, yeah, the science says we shouldn't do this. And they were kind of waiting out. But now I guess there's more testing and that makes them feel okay. Even I'm looking right now in SportsCenter, the president is tweeting about it. He loves it. <laughs> he says it's well, great. There you go. I mean, hey, that's good enough for, for me. <laughs> and rumors um, are Pac-12 after the Big Ten did that. Because the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are the two teams that initially postponed this, this season's the Pac-12 has also been able to work out a deal with some company that does testing, uh, and they're going to have a lot more access to tests, and they're considering coming back. The problem the Big Ten's facing now is that they're coming back the weekend of October 23rd and 24th, and they're going to play eight games, and, that's, uh, and then a Big Ten championship, and that's eight weeks before the selection for the playoff. So they're going to get in just under the gun, assuming they get to play all those games. Because if there's an outbreak, there's no wiggle room for makeup games or anything like that. I think they'll let them in the playoff regardless of what happens. I think Ohio State is going to be in the playoff no matter what, um, assuming they win. But, um, But yeah, that's like the concern right now, that they don't have a lot of wiggle room if anything were to go wrong. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a weird thing because my my brain watching it because i'm you know i understand wanting to watch it. i watched a little bit and it's like in one way it's exciting to see it come back and then i feel like we've been through this a million times where it's like well look they're doing it it's working and it's like well we're not going to know for like a month probably yeah. how what how successful this is yeah you know? and it's like if they are testing if they really are staying on top of it because I mean, baseball, we saw it. Uh, I feel like they've finally gotten it down in baseball where they're being extremely careful, at least most teams are. But there's still outbreaks. They still had one just the other day. Um, Not an outbreak, but a positive test. And they just, like, shut it down. And I have to imagine with this many players, this much staff. Across the country. It's got to be. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's with football. There's so much, like you said, there's so much more, so many more players, so much more staff. Um, And then especially with college football, like they don't, you know, there's players are sort of already being exploited a little bit, like at least in the professional sports, it's like, all right, man, you're getting paid here. So like you can opt out if you want and not get paid or whatever. But like college kids are sort of, they're more like trapped in the system a little bit it's 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 weird well that's my question it's like all right you have more testing now that's good but tests don't prevent the disease or treat the disease what if a player gets sick what's the what are you going to do for that player that's my question because a professional player if they get sick and the team doesn't want to do shit you're making millions of dollars you can go to to a doctor do whatever treatment you need what are the are these players going to get treatment are they going to get you know, I, I don't know i mean like i haven't seen any of that anywhere so it's like you have more tests but that doesn't prevent shit yeah and yeah it's also we don't you know baseball's sort of been a test case too because a bunch of players have gotten it and most of them 
have gotten sick or they've been asymptomatic, but they've recovered. But there's at least two. One who the the Boston pitcher who has the like yeah. heart condition now, or he's like he can't play this year because his heart or something fucked up because of COVID. And then Yoan Mankata from the White Sox, who's still saying like I'm I like my body hasn't fully recovered. That's why I'm you know he hasn't yeah. been playing as well, and he's like I don't feel right. Well, on top still. of that, yeah, I read an article. I I don't remember what's magazine it was so i can't source it i'll look it up but there was something i read where doctors were saying one in seven college players who've had COVID already have signs of heart deterioration and yeah. and ed orgeron came out and said that pretty much the whole lsu team has had COVID already yeah and that he I they don't get it again so what did he, I, I didn't see that exact quote because i yeah me neither i, I saw it going around it from- and yeah. I saw, oh, the whole team got COVID. I got COVID right now. I'm giving you COVID. We all got COVID. I actually, I actually died and came back to life. <laughs> a gator saved <laughs> save my life and gave me his heart so I can come back to life. Gator heart strong. Gators don't get COVID. Reptiles don't get COVID. <laughs> they, uh, they get COVID asymptomatic. <laughs> now, they don't work on getting the whole team gator hearts. But that Gator can't wear a mask. Gator is too big. His no mouth, his head is too big. He can't wear a mask. Gator can't wear a mask. I built special mask for Gator. Gator don't want to wear it. Uh, yeah, I'm reading the quote here. So, LSU football coach Ed Orgeron said Tuesday most of his team has contracted COVID 19. None of our players, but most of our players, wait, no, not all of our players, but most of our players have caught it, Orgeron told reporters. I think that hopefully they won't catch it again. And hopefully they're not out for games. Hopefully uh, they just catch football or touchdown. I just want them to catch touchdown. <laughs> catch touchdown, no catch COVID. Hopefully that once you catch it, you don't get it again. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I think they have that 90-day window. So most of the players that have caught it, we do feel they'll be eligible for games. So he's banking on – they are now immune to COVID for 90 days. Which, so, which yeah, some studies say you, you're immune for three months. Some studies say it's inconclusive. Who knows? Yeah, you know, I I appreciate uh, Coach Ode's candidness and uh, and transparency there in saying his whole team uh, has COVID. But that's the other crazy thing about college football, too, is like, some of these coaches are true dirtbags. Like, you don't know – let's say some guys do get it. Do they tell – do they keep it secret? Do they tell the yeah. rest of the team? You know, like – Like Mike Gun – or Texas Tech, like, has an insane outbreak on the team right now. And people oh, like really? Mike yeah. Gundy, who are OANN guys – Exactly. Don't believe – like you're saying, like, we're not – I'm not – I don't think we're trying to shit on Coach O. Um, no. He's not doing yeah, anything wrong. He's like just saying the facts, like what's going on with his team. And, and yeah. that. but but you're right. There are dirtbag coaches. Yeah, like some of these guys. Who know? Like that they they may not uh, act with the player's best interest. Right. Like, let's to, put it that way. To his credit, in this article, it says that they were testing at LSU, and like players who tested positive sat out. Like they were trying to control it. And I just to agree with you guys, I do think there I could see many a college football coach um, purposefully, you know, tell their players like we're not going to report that stuff because we don't want to make the university look bad. So 
And I could see them lying and being like, it's a HIPAA thing. We got to keep it private because it's your medical record. So we can't, you know, go public with it because we have to respect all that or like right. college presidents or, or, or like as a conference presidents being like, yeah, let's keep it quiet so we can keep playing and make money. Right. Yeah. Exactly. We don't want to have anybody have to forfeit mm-hmm. because guys tested positive. So we'll just, just keep it on the down low. Yeah. Cause there's no union for these mm-hmm. college players. There's nobody, they don't really have any advocates beyond the coaches basically. So it's, it's, it's dicey. And yeah, the players are excited to play because all the Big Ten guys are tweeting and they're pumped to come back and whatever. And the players want to play and and that's fine. But again, they don't have a say in anything else. And they're just kids. We can't just like listen to what they want and give them what they... I mean, we are, but, you know. Yeah. Well, it it goes, it benefits the university to listen to them. Like, hey, like we don't want to stop these kids from playing. Yeah. And we're not going to yeah. mention that also, like, we stand to lose millions and millions of dollars if they don't play. Uh, so it's like, uh, yeah, it's easy to just be like, well, let's, let's just try and take precautions and uh, let them play. But I yeah. don't know. It's a little weird, yeah, because like you said, I don't know, the NFL, it's like they're choosing to play because they're making lots of money. Right. College, yeah. it's like – they're choosing to play because they might one day have the opportunity to maybe make money. And that said, I'm going to watch, especially when the SEC comes back, because this past weekend there weren't like a ton of great games. That's the other thing that's happening. It's, ooh, the marquee game of the weekend, Clemson versus Wake Forest. Like (laughs) I would not watch that if it was a regular college football season. Yeah. You know what I mean? You remember Georgia Tech? Sorry, Sorry. go ahead, Kev. No, you first. I was just going to say Georgia Tech, Florida State. That was a- 20 years ago. Yeah. That, that would have been an awesome game to watch. But uh, both those teams are uh, not not they're the best versions of themselves. That would that have been a said, noon game on a regular yeah, season, you know, exactly. the 7 yeah. o'clock game. Exactly. Yeah, like some of these games that were on, I remember how starved we were for sports for months because there's just nothing happening. And I was like, man, that that's gone away a little bit because yeah. like I have no interest in fucking watching uh, Western Kentucky play Toledo or whatever, Kansas State <laughs> and Arkansas State or whatever. Yeah, all those bullshit yeah. games. Because yeah, I, uh, anyway. But Which yeah, if, if we get into that, if we get into the actual gameplay, the Big Twelve had a terrible weekend. They got dominated by like the Sun Belt Conference. Oh shit! Because um, there that was what my alma mater is a part of. Or yeah. which one are they? Georgia State. State. I'm pretty I sure they're in. I think Sun they're Belt, a Sunbelt team, yeah. Which is funny because Georgia's is Georgia part of the Sunbelt? Like you know the term the Sunbelt? It's like Arizona and right. the Southwest. And I don't I think Georgia's a part think of it that. It is. But then again, you know, like Maryland isn't part of the Big Ten, but they're in the conference too. <laughs> is Maryland in the Big Ten now? Yeah. I like don't know. Yeah. Or like Missouri's so, not in the Southeast. <laughs> no. Yeah, the Sun Belt, I'm just looking at it now. It's all like there's a couple of Texas schools and then it's it's all like southeastern. So I don't really get where the Sun Belt thing Yeah, it's just but, these names just mutate or like these conferences just mutate and then the name is meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. But um but yeah, the Big 12 had a terrible weekend. They were, they were one of the conferences who just like 
was adamant about playing and wouldn't shut up. And then it's like, all right, fine, we'll play. And Iowa State, who was ranked to open the season, lost to Louisiana, the Ragin' Cajuns, 31-14. Arkansas State, down nine starters, beat Kansas State, 35-31. And then Coastal Carolina scored the first 28 points in a 38-23 win over Kansas. The Les Miles led Kansas. Wow. (laughs) Fuck that guy. I don't know why he (laughs) bugs me so much. (laughs) So it's like it kind of backfired for the Big 12 here because, you know, they got – with them being one of the few games, everyone was just shitting on them all weekend long. Damn. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it's – man, these these seasons are all so weird. Like, um, so – yeah, I'm sure this college football season is going to be, uh, you know, insane. Like, you got to take the results with a grain of salt, but that doesn't oh, for sure. look good. Yeah. Um, before we get off college, I do want to talk real quick. Um, everyone's new favorite college football player, uh, straight from the Georgia Institute of Technology, Presley Harvin the <laughs> Third, uh, their punter, and uh, he's. He's cool as hell, I think, because everyone's going crazy over this kid. He's his third year. I think he's like an All-American or at least an All-Conference punter. Um, but everyone's like really hyped up on him because, you know, you when you close your eyes, you have a certain idea of what a punter looks like and how they are. Yeah, you're thinking skinny. Like a skinny white soccer a skinny player. White soccer, soccer player. Soccer player. Yeah. Or Australian now because like they do the rugby shit in college a lot too. But this kid is like... He's like a big boy. He's like he looks like a linebacker, um, like an out of shape linebacker who wears um, an untucked, oversized T-shirt underneath his uniform. He has one glove. He rolls up his pants really high up. He doesn't wear socks. And yeah, well, you gotta call it out because it's what people say. He's a black kid, which there's not a lot of black punters. Yep. And he celebrates a little bit. He's like the guy on the Raiders who like is kind of like a punter who talks a lot of shit. And I love that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a bold it's a bold move to be a punter. It is a lot of shit. Yeah. Um yeah, that's Respect cool. The hell out of that. Yeah. Also, speaking of Georgia kickers, um, congrats to Rodrigo Blankenship, former Georgia yep. kicker, place kicker, who is now hot the rod. hot rod is the starting kicker. The the famous bespectacled Harris alum, I believe. Really, I didn't know yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that either. He, he went is, to a private school, I think. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Maris. I could be wrong, but he is now the kicker for the Indianapolis Colts. So he's pretty good. Yeah, um, especially because he was undrafted. So <laughs> way to go, Hot Rod. Yeah, you did it. You did it, boy. Um. I had a name that I saw in college football that I, besides Presley Harvin the third, which is a mm-hmm. good name as well. Yeah. Um, but to resume our long list of fun names, uh, Chico Bennett, also part of the mm-hmm. Georgia Te- Georgia Institute of Technology Yellow Jackets. Nice. Yeah, Chico that's Bennett. A one. That's a great name. Congrats to you, and congrats on your 1970s cop uh, cop drama that you just got. <laughs> Chico Bennett. That's You're out of line, Chico. <laughs> You're out of line. Taking your badge. Take it doesn't mean nothing to me no more. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 
I'd say the lamest name I saw because I watched a little bit of Notre Dame and Duke play, which was um, about as exciting as you'd think Notre Dame playing Duke would be. And their Duke quarterback was Chase Bryce, which is just Chase Bryce. Uh, it's like two. He has two first name last names, where it's like yeah, they both are mm-hmm. kind of first names and they're both kind of last names. It's just, and they're also like he just sounds like a country singer chase bryce yeah <laughs> yeah did you listen to that new chase bryce album he got that song about taking the truck out to the lake hey dude you hear chase bryce is going on tour with luke bryan luke <laughs> bryan and chase bryce are going on tour together <laughs> oh man i gotta get me to that tour it's called the yeah, covid yeah. tour um <laughs> no covid tour covid is a, the pandemic tour <laughs> um yeah but yeah I, I all that said all that shit talk all that whatever you know i'm still curious to see how my vols play in a couple weeks i'm still curious to see the sec absolutely i'll sort of be tuning in um maybe i'll get used to it but yeah it was it was hard to enjoy watching a little bit it felt yeah, weird well- if if I may, uh, we could transition to a little little bit of NFL talk. Yeah. Um, you know, mainly the the thing that really stuck out to me is uh, the season opened last Thursday with the Kansas City Chiefs defending Super Bowl champions playing the Houston Texans, uh, which is a good opening season matchup with um, two young quarterbacks, two young exciting quarterbacks. But I guess I didn't see this, but I just I read about it. I guess before the game, the the teams like locked arms or something in a mm-hmm. show of unity, and the fans that were allowed into the stadium in Kansas City booed. Yep, they booed the moment of unity. Yep, um, the, which the, you know says a lot about NFL fans. I gotta say, it's, everything uh, about that game and their social stances was fucked because everything you just said did happen. And then also in the back of the end zones, they've written end racism and it looks very funny where it says end racism chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cool. Okay. That that didn't dawn on anyone doing that. uh, Doesn't really work. Yeah. To have the fans boo on top of it all. Um, Yeah. It was, it's like, and it's crazy for them to boo a completely non-controversial like bland yeah. show of unity where it's like they're not saying anything there's like we're yeah we're we're all here here, here we <laughs> yeah. all are no it's like the most like how could how could you have a problem with that it's like yeah we're all Which, americans it and their shows. mvp quarterback patrick mahomes has been the leader and kind of the front person in the front of nfl players <laughs> leading the social justice movement within their league. He's the one that set up that video yeah. and they recorded the video. It's like, you know, your main guy is really behind a lot of this. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, and it just shows that this, a lot of them are such right wing psychos that any reference in any way to anything having to criticize uh, American, I don't know, like, yeah, and any nod to any like liberal thought is like, no, no. Um, yeah, don't be mad that 
police are killing black people. Come on, stop being mad about that. Yeah. Look, yeah. there's no racism, guys. Can we stop talking about racism? It Dude, doesn't, I, it's I not mean, real. All all you have to do is follow, which I do because I'm uh, I'm not well, but I follow the MAGA hashtag on Instagram and just the shit I see. It's like they're just in a different world, man. They like anytime that people talk about cops killing black people, they're like, oh yeah. Well, what about this cop that? Uh, is black that he got shot at one time. See? Hmm? (laughs) Egg on your face, dumbass. Or like shit like that, where it's like... Or we've joked about it where, you know, they're like, well, you know they kill like 50 million white people too. And it's like, right. yeah, that's, that's, that's also yeah. bad, man. Like, that's yeah. so bad. <laughs> that's way, that's worse <laughs> if they're killing black and white people. Um... Uh, but yeah, with like the with the um, the anthem stuff, I don't I don't think we talked about this. If we have, sorry, I'm bringing it up again. But I think it was really cool and smart. Uh, the Miami Dolphins announced before the start of the season that they weren't going to even step out. They're going to stay in the locker room for the anthem. And uh, yeah. they said because they said they didn't want to be propaganda for either side. They didn't want you know people being like, oh, look at them kneeling and being against the flag and hating the troops. And they also didn't want to be, oh, look at these woke guys kneeling. Are these guys not kneeling, you know? And why are you not kneeling? They were mm-hmm. like, it's not our place to be political. Our owners and people in power are the ones who should be doing this. We're going to just keep it about football and not put our players to be political pawns in anyone's whatever agenda they may have, which I'm like, that's pretty smart. And I think every team should probably do that. Because they're like, we don't want to yeah. be used. We don't want to be used by either side. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, I guess, yeah, some people might look at that as like, well, oh, you're censoring the players from, but I think, I agree. I but think they it's voted smart. on it together as a thing. You know, yeah. they're one of the few teams that has a, a black coach, uh, Brian Flores, as their head coach. They're one of three teams. And they talked about it as a team and they all agreed that it would be better because they're like, we we stand with everyone and we're for it, but we don't want to be pawns in this. Yeah, uh, great, <laughs> because clearly we see now that even just linking arms and saying yeah. you're, you're, you're united is too controversial too for the Kansas City NFL fan base, I guess. Yeah, well, and also now the NFL has sort of pretended that they've always been on board with, <laughs> with Kaepernick and yeah. kneeling and stuff. So, like, kneeling doesn't even really have – the same meaning it did because it's it doesn't take yeah it doesn't take any balls to kneel anymore it's like a couple of years ago it was like oh you're gonna take a lot of shit if you kneel and now it's like all these coaches and owners will go out there and kneel too and it's like oh okay yeah you guys have just co-opted this protest and so now it, it doesn't have the same meaning anymore. and you still don't let him back in the league yeah yeah, exactly. I mean, unfortunately, that seems to be just what happens. Uh, you know, these spontaneous protests and movements and everything, and it's like this real anger. And here we are like two or three months later, and it's just like, uh, I don't know, like the NBA is like, slap Black Lives Matter on this thing, and here's a list of 30 things that you can choose to express yourself on your jersey. And uh, we're good, right? Everybody's good? All right, movement over, movement squashed, and uh, let's play ball. 
Um, That's why I wish the strike would have lasted longer there. But um, but to stay on the NFL before we get off that real quick, with the games or whatever that happened over the weekend, I will say for the first time ever maybe that I can remember, I was actually rooting for the Saints because they played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and rooting for Tom Brady just doesn't seem like something I'll ever be able to do. I would rather root for the Saints and the Saints ended up winning, which is great. Um, yeah, it's Tom, also like all the NFL writers have been like drooling and coming over the Tampa Bay oh, yeah. years and saying how they're going to be the best team ever and blah 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 and then Brady looked bad Gronkowski looked bad Mike Evans looked bad and it was just like yeah let's go Saints that would be awesome if it turns out to be a huge flop mm-hmm. with with Tampa Bay that's what I'm hoping Tampa Bay yeah, yeah I mean and, uh, I wouldn't count them out yet because it does no. seem like a pattern with Brady that he gets better at the end of the season, but he's also forty five years old or whatever. You know, yeah, it's like age is going to catch up to him at some point. Of course, and I do. I would say that I I was very happy to see the Saints beat them and to see him not look great. So yeah, I do think chances are they're not gonna they're not gonna do like a Patriot style turnaround and like go to the playoffs but we'll see yeah they also don't have bill belichick you know what i mean and i'm sure belichick is just spitefully hoping they tank too because oh yeah it seems like him and brady i mean i'm sure they're just huge egos and brady probably thought like everyone thinks this guy's a genius but really i'm just amazing and belichick probably thought people think tom brady's amazing but he'd suck dick without me it was so, the defense yeah. that I mean I'm sort of there. I'm I'm I think Tom Brady's a great quarterback, but I don't I don't drool over him cuz I'm like, yeah, if you put a lot of quarterbacks with some of those early Patriot defenses from like the early runs. I mean, he had some amazing years, but you put Matt Ryan on some of those early teams or you put Peyton Manning on some of those early Patriot teams with those defenses and yeah, they'll probably win a Super Bowl too. Exactly. Yeah, then- so and Cam Newton did really well for the Patriots, right? Yeah, he ran the ball. Yeah. It was like old school football. Yeah, I didn't yeah, catch yeah. that game, but Pounded. they played the Dolphins, yeah. And yeah, Kyler that'll Murray be interesting. Awesome. Out in Arizona. Kyler Murray looks awesome, and Baker Mayfield looks like shit. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. The Browns got crushed. Yeah. By, and he missed, who they played. he missed some open passes. He, he looked bad. Because I think Baker Mayfield is bad. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Why. Yeah, he got overhyped real quick coming out. He the did. Game. This time last year, he was in like six different commercials because of his rookie season, basically. Yeah. And then he had a garbage. Had to watch commercials of him all football season last year, and hey, he sucks. So maybe that'll that won't happen again. Is Joe Burrow starting for the Bengals? He did. He had a rough he game, is. but the Bengals are just also not a good team. So it's yeah, hard. they're very and the bad. field goal kicker missed three kicks, including a game-winning attempt. So he could, I mean, you know, he could have won the game, but he's a rookie. yeah. I think I think he, I think he did have like a twenty-five-yard touchdown run, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, he's a rookie. He's going to be up and down. Yeah, on a bad team. Yeah, exactly. And and they didn't play any preseason games, which yeah. also has got to be tough for a rookie quarterback to not get the preseason. 
I think it's going to be real tough to judge Joe Burrow or pretty much any rookie this season. Yeah. Just because it's, like you said, no preseason games. You're just jumping in to the fire. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I, I believe in Joe. I think he's going to – I think he's going to be fine. I think he's probably going to be good. He's, yeah. He seems very good. Um, so, but, yeah, the Bengals suck. Um, I did write down a, uh, a name from the NFL as well in our funny names list. The Denver Broncos tight end, his name is Jake Butt. And Butt <laughs> spelled B-U-T-T, the way you want it to be spelled. <laughs> and so there's a guy in a jersey with the word Butt on it, and I love it. That's like um, there was a guy for Manchester United back in the day with the last name Butt, and I saw a documentary they all called him Butty. Like, oh, Butty, classic Butty. <laughs> It'd be funny if in America they start calling that guy Buddy or Butty. You can't really do it, Butty. Speaking of uh, yeah. that accent made me think, because I'm not going to go too deep into soccer talk because there's so many other American sports to talk about, but did you see your boy? Uh, I think it was Noel Gallagher or no, Liam Gallagher. <laughs> thing is refusing to wear a mask because there's already too no, many. No, no. This is the second time I have to do this. It was Noel. It was Noel. I yeah, am, that's what I thought. I'm hashtag Team Liam. Friend of the pod, Luke Mayu. I can't tell them apart because I'm not a fan of either, really. So, sorry. Oh, My, man. Bad. My bad. You got to – I mean, it's. I said this yesterday. Noel is like uh, a crotchety asshole. Liam is an asshole for the people. He's a people's asshole. Um, and he – Liam has – posted a picture on Twitter of him wearing a mask and he posted it with something like something that made no sense. It was like, blithery do you got to wear your mask or mask it. I don't, I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's insane. But Noel, yeah, I read the quote where he was like getting pissy with some train employee cause he wouldn't wear a mask. And he's like, if you're wearing a mask, why do I have to wear a mask? If you're wearing a mask, you're safe. Then why do you care if I wear a mask? Cause oh, I could take the mask off when I'm eat. I mean, like I get that some of the rules are stupid. You know, like I guess the rule was like if you're in a train car and you're eating, you can take it off to eat, but you otherwise have to wear it. And it's like, okay, Noel, I get it. And then he was saying he he was in like a, I don't know, some ridiculous English, um, supermarket like. Sudbury Fieldstons. Yeah, Sudbury Fieldstons. And some bloody wanker comes up and says, put on the mask. And it's like, okay, I understand people getting frustrated with the masks, but like, come on, dude, you're like a fucking multimillionaire rock star. Quit fucking bitching and just put it on. And You sound like a spoiled little bitch. Yeah. It's like... Everybody's got some level of mask fatigue at this point, but you know that that's the one thing that like definitely works, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we everyone should be doing that. There's like, especially by now, you have like no excuse to not be wearing one at all. I mean, times. yeah, it, public at the very fucking least, just when you go into a store, just put it on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I if I leave my apartment i always have one on no but yeah like being being away from new york city this weekend for me and being in buffalo it's like oh yeah i don't have to wear a mask 
to walk to the car and then in the car and then I get to the store, it's like, oh, I put it on now. And it's like, great. It's just yeah. a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Not that bad. It's not like here where, yeah, you, the moment you step outside, you got to yeah. have one on because you're surrounded by people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, I, I just, yeah, that made me think of that because I saw that headline and I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> and it's like, I guess you're right with those brothers, whatever one of them believes or does, the other one's going to do the opposite hard. Right. Yeah. So like he probably saw, to happen. Yeah. probably saw Liam on Twitter wearing a mask and was like, can you believe this pussy? Yeah. And <laughs> I do have to. Git, this stupid git wearing a mask. Because Jack <laughs> Daly, enemy of the pod, Jack Daly sent me that via text and was like your boy liam's anti-mask i was like i need proof on this and of course he sent it and it was noel not liam which i understand getting it confused but as a hardcore hashtag team liam guy uh i felt vindicated and um yeah if you're you're gonna taunt someone get it right yeah, have you like, no matter what ready, it man. is, just like Come on. You're taunt someone, do it right. Don't, don't, yeah, you know, then you, you, you know, exactly. It's embarrassing. But yeah, I guess I'll uh, move us along here into MA world and the things I've been looking. The NBA, man, it got, it's been getting it's crazy. Up. It's been crazy. Woo. We missed a lot in the last few weeks, but we'll just fast forward to last night because it was a crazy night. Everyone's talking about the Clippers, but before we get to that, it's like, the Heat Celtics game was awesome, and I think that's going to be a hell of a series. And it ended with like an incredible block by Bam Adebayo at the rim. To yeah, that was kinda, crazy. Yeah, preserve that victory. It was awesome. Um, but the big story really was that the Denver Nuggets, for the second time in this playoff, have come back f- from a three-one deficit in the series. And last night they destroyed the favorites to win everything, the Los Angeles Clippers in game seven to advance to the Western conference finals. Yeah. So the Clippers choked away a three, one lead. And not only that, they were up 16 points in game five and choke that away. They were up 19 points in game six and choke that away. Damn. Major choke job. Major choking. Uh yeah, you know, sometimes the, the whole, like, just put good guys on a team together thing doesn't necessarily work, you know? Mm-hmm. You think with, like, Kawhi and Paul George and, you know, everybody was like, oh, it's it's the Lakers or the, the Clippers. And it's like, yeah, you know, you got to actually win the freaking games. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, like, a lot of people are kind of – we're kind of happy. I mean, look, I was rooting for the Nuggets last night um, – I didn't really become – I'm the Clippers I didn't really like. And part of the reason people are dunking on the Clippers today is because they talk so much shit, you know? Mm. Like the whole bubble, they were taunting the, the Blazers. They were taunting other players like Pat Beverly mm. and those guys are just – Marcus Morris, they're all like the bullies and they want to talk shit. Is, is that why Dame Lillard was talking shit on Twitter oh, last CJ night? CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard went ape shit. Yeah. Oh, were they talking shit? Oh, oh yeah. Awesome. It got so petty because in the – before the playoffs started, the Blazers and Clippers were playing a game and Dame Lillard missed a couple free throws that would have won the game for them yeah and so when he missed him pat beverly and the whole sideline erupted and were taunting him and then on twitter they were taunting him and they were like cancun on three you know (laughs) and uh talking (laughs) shit like that about dame and so then last night when they were choking out 
CJ McCollum was like, hey, Dame, I think you might need to reserve a suite for these guys as well. And he's like, yeah, I haven't made plans yet, so we'll, we can all fly down together, you know, and a lot more stuff. He's like, yeah, I'll get, you know, they should fly private. They can get there faster instead of zone commercial. <laughs> and they were just like really laying into him, which was funny. That's awesome. Um, my yeah. thing is like with this whole thing, I'm curious to see the media's reaction. And again, this is going to, a lot of people are going to hate this and I don't give a shit. I hope that Kawhi Leonard gets the same amount of shit that LeBron James would get if he were to choke away a 3-1 lead like this. Because I feel like they're oh, kind yeah. of giving Kawhi a bit of a pass and they're mostly focusing on Paul George. But Kawhi was the guy That's that true. everyone was saying was the best player in the league now and he had over you know surpassed LeBron and all this, but... Yeah, Kawhi had zero points in the fourth quarter. Damn. Yeah, that's yeah. major chokage. And he allowed that Jamal is... Murray to score 40. Yeah, Jamal Murray went off. I also just briefly want to say Jokic had 22 rebounds, I think. Jokic had a triple-double before the third yeah. was over. Yeah, 22 rebounds, 13 assists, 16 points. He's awesome. That's that's a hell of a stat. 22 rebounds and 13 assists is you don't see those two combined very often. And he's the best passer on the team, and he's seven feet tall and can barely dunk. He is. Yeah. <laughs> he is fun to watch because he has just yeah. this big, fucking. Uh, I don't know how to say it nicely, but say it. He's like a oaf. big oaf. Yeah, he's oafish, but he is an incredible passer and just like a super patient passer. And he, he's always in slow motion. Exactly. Like you're like, how is this guy? doing all this but it looks like he's way slower than everyone else but it's cool to watch you know how everyone compares kind of this is going to sound crazy but you know how everyone compares like luka Doncic to larry bird or like bill simmons compares luka Doncic to larry bird and all that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like Jokic is more of a larry bird because he's super unathletic but he's like really smart and passes the ball really well and sees the floor and kind of you don't believe he can do it and then his shot goes up and it goes in yeah, yeah I, I think that's accurate. I like that. Yeah. But yeah, everyone's dunking on the Clippers. And it's like, look, man, the Clippers are still fucking awesome. I think they're going to be, if they keep the team together, they're going to win it next year. They'll be fine. It's just that they talk so much shit. That's why people are happy right now. Just because they yeah. talk so much trash. And it's a reminder like, yeah, LeBron is still the best player in the NBA, guys. Sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. The people king were is still the king. <laughs> people really wanted to write him off. Um, but he ain't done yet. No. And yeah. so, yeah, it's going to be Nuggets Lakers now. And on the other side, it's uh, the Heat Celtics with the Heat already up one game. I think that series is going to go seven. I hope it goes seven, the Eastern Conference, because it's awesome. This is an awesome series. And in the West, who knows? Everyone keeps riding off the Nuggets and they keep winning. So the Lakers are a tougher matchup for them because they got tall guys who can guard Jokic. But who knows, man? Could, it could, Nuggets could be team of destiny. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I'm definitely going for the uh, the Heat in the East, though. Me too. I can't root for yeah. Boston. No way. No. Although I it would like be, the players would... on Boston. I think they're a fun team, but I just can't root for the city of Boston. It'd yeah. be funny though to see the Celtics eke out that win that series and then just get swept by the Lakers or <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would be cool. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but yeah, like the Clippers all choked. It's, it wasn't just Kawhi. Paul George, who has had a rough bubble, just disappeared, and he always seems to disappear in closeout games. 
uh, Lemon Pepper Lou, a.k.a. Lou Williams. He did nothing and was a defensive liability. They're all bad. And, you know, I feel bad for Doc Rivers, even though he's got now a little bit of a history of choking. But but I think the Clippers will ultimately be good. I mean, they'll be fine. Like, none of these super teams win their first year. It always, you know, LeBron and the Heat didn't win their first year. The Warriors didn't win their first year. That's true. I, I think they'll be back. But I, I, wonder I how, enjoyed it. I like them losing. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder how they're – because their next season should be is supposed to be starting very soon. In December, I think. They're not going to do a bubble again, are they, for that whole season? I don't think so. I think – I mean – It's been fun, but I don't think – Yeah. Because they're going to – I think they're going to try to get fans in, like, little by little, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's asking too much of the players to be in a bubble for – It is. Definitely. I mean, period. yeah, it seems like they'd probably be okay because as opposed to the NFL, they have, like, small staff, mm-hmm. small – so they can, you know, probably – instead of a bubble, like maybe, I don't know, spitballing here, but they could just like reduce the amount of cities if they just played in empty arenas and then there'd be less travel, but yeah, uh, just change the schedule for to make less travel. I think it could be fun to maybe even do the whole like former baseball thing where it's like no interleague like you do east only, yeah. west only, and then you don't fly across country. Yeah, that would make sense too. I mean, that'd be a good way to reduce the travel. And also, we'll we'll have to wait and see. We haven't, you know, gotten into this yet. And I forgot to mention it with the NFL because it could pose problems. I'm sure we'll talk a little baseball here soon, but we'll see what those fires have to say as well out west because <laughs> I think that'll limit a lot of things Bully. potentially or create bubbles in places that maybe don't exist just out of safety. Speaking of, yeah, because um, I was Speaking watching bubbles. Yeah, they're MLB's doing it. MLB is taking the bubble idea, and I guess I just found this out. But so I guess they're gonna have the AL playoffs happen in California, and the NL playoffs happen in Texas. Yeah, and then the World Series yeah. is also in Texas, I think. Which normally I'd be like, that sucks for the NL because they have to deal with like the heat and humidity. In Texas, even this time of year, it's probably hot and humid. Whereas California, it's like nice and temperate most of the time. Not much humidity. But that's not the case right now because there's poisoned air in California. And in Oregon and Seattle. Right. The Seahawks might have to cancel their game this weekend because the air quality is so bad. And the Giants and Mariners move their game from Seattle to San Francisco because it was so bad in Seattle. Yeah. They moved their yeah. series, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, we've even I, I don't know if I said this on the but we've even got some gray skies here in New York cuz that smoke's coming all to this the smoke wants to make it here in New York City. <laughs> Smoke's got dreams, folks. Your smoke wants to audition for a Broadway show. <laughs> I bet the smoke will get cast and stuff before I do, so yeah stay away man stop stealing my job smoke (laughs) yeah (laughs) i did want to touch on this this is from a few weeks ago if we're going to talk some baseball here and we didn't we missed it just again with all the shows and stuff we did but um our beloved atlanta braves got on fire 
They swept the Red Sox a few weeks ago, and this is a stat I want to get out there because I feel like I didn't get enough love nationally, but Marcelo Zuna and Adam Duvall, they both had uh, three dinger games on back-to-back days. They were the first people to do that since Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig back in 1930. Yeah. Insane. Anytime you get on a list with those guys, I feel like yeah. you got to bring it up. It's a, you know. For sure. So they did yeah. that, and then they also scored 29 runs in a game as well. We've missed talking yeah, about Yeah, they broke the Braves franchise record, which was 23. And just to be clear, the Atlanta or the Braves go back to the 1800s. Yeah. So, uh, Boston and then Milwaukee, then Atlanta. So uh, pretty insane both on both accounts. The Braves offense is fucking smashing it. Freddie Freeman is maybe the best hitter in baseball right now. He yeah. might be like might be right after Fernando Tatis yeah. Jr. And yeah, I we haven't really talked, but it does seem like um, everyone keeps saying that they're juicing the balls this year. Which I gotta say, like that's a good decision by Major League Baseball because they did oh, yeah. have an opportunity here because they were kind of like the first sport back, really, and. It's been really entertaining to watch home, like all these home runs. And I don't know. It's, a, it's weird because, yeah, when you have those kind of records broken that were held by Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, and it's broken by Adam Duvall and Marcelo Zuna, not to shit on those guys, but it's like, it's like uh, they're definitely doing something with those balls. I'm not sure that last year they would have hit three home runs back-to-back. Yeah, but, I feel like the story, the story would have been different if it was Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon because you expect that from them. Mm-hmm. Or like yeah. you know, Cody Bellinger or, or like Manny Machado and Tatis or some, you know, a combo like that. Even on the Braves, if it was yeah, Acuna Freddie and Acuna. Yeah, it's kind of crazy it was those two. It's also crazy the Braves have three guys with OPSs over 1,000 right now, which like OPS is, has become the new like – stat for judging a, a guy's like total performance as a hitter and to be over to have an OPS over a thousand is like insane. Yeah. And the Braves have three guys, um, Acuna, Freddie and uh, Ozuna, I believe are all, all have OPSs over a thousand, which is insane. This Braves, I, Braves offense is out of control. I would say it's like video game stats, but you can't do that in video games either. It's like no. yeah, hard to do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you really can't. Yeah. Uh, which OPS is, if I'm not mistaken, is on base percentage plus slugging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, there's a few baseball stats that I still don't fully understand, like WRC plus. That shit, I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, that baseball's shit at all. so stat heavy. I just, I don't know. Man. There's even like insiders who don't fully understand because there's a lot of these are new, like yeah, WRC yeah. plus and OPS are kind of newer. But uh, yeah, they're really their offense is really fucking good, and it's they need to be because they lost all six of their starting pitchers that they went into the season with due to injury or opting out or uh, aside from Max okay. Freed, yeah. But Max Freed technically he's on the injured list. Oh, he's that's right. Yeah, he's he is hurt. That's right. Yeah, but he's coming back days. like in a couple days. And Fulton has so, yeah. just sucked. Like the it just. The wheels yeah. fell off of that, unfortunately. I was that guy's. He's kind of a head case, it seems. But yeah, he 
it looks like he, he's probably going to come back up. I mean, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I hope he's okay. I feel like he was mishandled last season. I thought they brought him back a little too quickly and he wasn't fully ready and stuff. But it seems like, yeah, there's definitely something going on in between the yeah. ears. In between the ears. I mean, yeah, it's got to be one of the fucking hardest things to do in sports is be a starting pitcher. But, mm-hmm. any, but yeah, these playoffs are going to be insane because they're yeah. letting eight teams in. So they're yeah. doubling the amount of teams that get to go to the playoffs. Which um, I don't like. I don't either. Uh, I get why they're just looking to make more money and like for for this year, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, I'm fine with this year. But I'm sure they're gonna try and make it stick, which is annoying because and I'm just I just know it's somehow gonna sp- screw the Braves. They're gonna finish first, it looks like. And I just have a feeling they're gonna end up losing the first three game series. Hopefully not, but it feels like they are. Yeah, feels yeah, like, feel like that's the type of thing that happens to the Braves. So. It's in Atlanta. It's definitely very Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know who there's – I think tonight, Wednesday night, when we record this, Cole Hamels is making his first start for the Braves. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It's a good time for him to start because they're playing the Orioles, who yeah. even though they did put up like 14 runs on the Braves the other day, they're not very good. Uh, yeah, they lost their yeah. best slugger, Anthony Santander, who, you know, that was the start of every one of my players getting injured in my fantasy league. <laughs> Me too. Um, like, they're all – like, I have nobody. I've yeah. lost most of mine to COVID or injury. It'll, um, be, uh, it'll be interesting to see the play. I hope they don't expand it. The playoffs will be interesting this time around because, like, there's some surprise teams. Like, the White Sox and the Padres, not yeah. historic, dominant – teams of recent years are i mean the white Sox have the best record in the al i believe yeah the yeah. white Sox are having a dream season right now man they're yeah they're, they're an fun. exciting team they're and that they're very team. fun and a yeah. lot of teams have under delivered like mm-hmm. the the twins what are they in second or third i don't know where they are today they, they were they, like their far away favorite and they've yeah. kind of had to deal with some injuries and then of course the yankees they're struggling just to get into the playoffs right yeah, now. Yeah, which is crazy. Because the, the Rays are running away with that division, and I think it's the Blue Jays and the Yankees. Yeah. The, the Buffalo Blue Jays, if you will, because they're yeah, playing we saw in the, Buffalo. Yeah, we saw the stadium. Really? The Blue Jays, yeah, when we drove by there. That's cool. You, it looks like you could probably just watch a game. You could watch it from the interstate. It's like because yeah. it faces the interstate when you drive right. through the city. You see it's, – it's, and it's a minor league stadium, so it's like wide open. You see yeah. everything. That whenever they show replays from there, it's so unflattering because it's yeah. like just the highway. Yeah. So yeah, the AL East is surprising. I'm really hoping the Yankees don't make it in, but it, they've had a ton of injuries too, and yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's going to stop. So. <laughs> yeah. So they've been really unlucky, and then the yeah, Dodgers are a couple games from clinching already. They're dominating They're, the West. Yeah, they've they've had a little bit of injury, and I think Cody Bellinger's like he's underperforming. Oh but, yeah, I, he was my first pick in the fantasy thing, and it's not been good. Yeah, and other underperformers have been my first pick, Juan Soto and the Nationals. Yeah, the Nationals have been bad. They fucking suck. And then I think yeah, the Phillies have underperformed because everyone expected them to be better. Although, like they're good, but they're not right. They're they're probably gonna get in on that like wild card, I guess, because I guess it's gonna be Braves and Marlins probably. Mm -hmm. 
at the top two for the East. So it's going to be crazy. It's going to be fucking crazy. I think the yeah. Angels are underperforming too. I expected them oh, yeah. getting Anthony Rendon and a few other guys. They'd finally get Mike Trout into the playoffs, but I know that's a bummer because Shohei Otani got hurt like right away. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're not. Andrelton Simmons was out for a long time too. I know he's not like a major player, but you know he's a starting he's some... shortstop. Yeah. yeah, he's Gold Glover. Yeah, that's shortstop in baseball, probably defensively. So and yeah, so it's going to be like Oakland. Oakland and, is really good. Oakland's were, really good. Yeah. Who else in the West is at the top? Is it Mariners? No, no, it's not Mariners. It's um, Oakland. How are the Strohs? The Astros. Uh, I think it's the Stro. They've been they have some like, injuries, yeah. and they're not as dominant as they were without the trash cans, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they're still the. I mean, they're still the Astros. Yeah. Yeah, they got a lot of heckling from their bus driving into LA for the Dodgers games. Yeah. So although I think I saw Carlos Correa is injured now. Right. He is on my fantasy Which team. That, I, I don't know how long it's for. I, I just I had the TV on and I saw something. So and he's a big piece of that team. So Yeah. So it's gonna be yeah. wild. I'm like I'm uh because I've been watching every game, every Braves game, because they don't have a whole lot going on. I'm looking forward to having my heart ripped out of my chest and thrown on the ground in yeah. like two to three weeks. But I'm also happy. Yeah. I'm happy the White Sox are doing well. I'm. I've always had yeah. a soft spot for the White Sox, and I will uh, on the American League side definitely be pulling for them. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fun story. Cause they have a bunch of young, mm-hmm. young like exciting players on that team. So, yeah, cool. and then on the north side of Chicago, the Cubbies are kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, they had a bit of a slump, but it seems like they're kind of back. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I don't know. It's weird how it's worked out because everyone at the beginning was like, "Oh, it's so unfair." The the East, the Eastern teams are gonna have it so much harder, and just a lot of the Eastern teams ate shit. Um, yeah, it's crazy how bad the Nationals are, man. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, the Nationals and the Mets, like, never stood a chance. And then the Mets, yeah. I believe they just got bought by Steve Cohen. They did, which is going to be very interesting to see if they become big spenders now because uh, that has not been the case for a long time. They've been very cheap, a very cheap franchise when it comes to I saw that when they do spend, they give Bobby Bonilla a contract that yeah lasts forever. Exactly, they give Jason Bay uh, like a hundred and fifty million dollars, <laughs> right? And Matt Harvey gets like a huge yeah deal. yeah and Robinson Cano, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're just eternally, they're just so cursed. Like on paper, yeah, this seems like oh, this guy, this fucking hedge fund billionaire is gonna make the Mets good. But I just have a feeling they're going to find a way to fuck it up because they just do that so well. Like this season, they were a lot of people's favorites for the NL East. And they, I mean. Mets are going to met. They're going to met. Another underdog favorite, like a lot of people's dark horse pick, the Reds. I think they just had too many injuries and they yeah, because I had their outfield and they were Nick Castellanos and Jesse Winker were killing it. And then one guy got suspended for doing something stupid, and then the other guys got hurt, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck. 
Yeah. Trevor Bowers insane attitude probably spread all over that team as well. Yeah. Yeah. But so yeah, but NBA MLB playoffs. We got our sports guys, you know? Yeah. Also how, again, I I know I ask this all the time because like I can't ever find anything and I don't know if you guys have seen anything. How are they going to do the major league baseball stuff with the teams that missed all those games? Because the Marlins haven't made up all those games and I don't think the Cardinals have either yet. Well, I know that there's a couple of teams that have like, they still have a ton of double headers. Is that what they're going to just do? Going in, like for these last couple of weeks, they've got multiple double headers. I also, I don't know. Um, I feel like the people who run the league are still just crossing their fingers that the math sorts itself out. Yeah. And it seems like it might. I don't know, though. Yeah, I'm not the really Phillies sure. get on a streak or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, well, as long as the Braves win their division, who cares? Sure. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of a mess. It's a fun time now, I guess. Uh, it's weird, but it's fun. It's the fall. Usually, like, in normal times, this is, like, the fun time of the year because everything's kind of happening simultaneously. And for those of you listening to us that are hockey fans, yeah, it's almost Stanley Cup Finals. Who's in the Stanley Cup Finals? Well, not, it hasn't been decided yet. The Islanders staved off elimination last night against Tampa Bay Lightning and uh, forced a game six. So all those cool folks out on Long Island are... are Just the coolest. And yeah. I saw that the uh, Empire State Building was lit up the other night in Islander colors. So, mm-hmm. And I'm sure five or six other New Yorkers were thrilled about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a rangers town i don't care what anyone says about that like islanders it's like no and then in the west um i thought i knew this off the top of my head but i don't it's the stars and the golden knights dallas leads three to one you know what's funny about the golden knights or one i know there's no dallas won. excuse me dallas won oh, the okay. series my bad i missed last night's game or monday's game they, dallas is in the stanley cup finals so it's going to be Dallas. And then the against... winner of Lightning Islanders. Wouldn't it be great if it was Dallas, Tampa Bay, two of the best hockey towns in the world? Classic hockey towns. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's where the sport was born. And yeah. where, you know, it really yeah. flourishes in the yeah. South. Wayne Gretzky grew up in Fort Worth. A lot of people <laughs> don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Mario Lemieux from Ybor City. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I was listening to... <laughs> One of the worst podcasts I've ever listened to, which is John Taffer's podcast. <laughs> you really uh, hate yourself, don't you? I, well, I, just, like, I was and... super, I saw him, <laughs> plug, yeah, I saw him plugging it and I was like, I gotta see what this is about. I think I'm done with it forever. Cause he's, but he was like, he's like, you know, who's done a really good job, a really good job coming back is the NHL. That's just a really good product they're putting on. And then like days later, I saw he's like doing some partnership with, the Vegas Golden Knights Golden or whatever. Knights. Mm, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, you just did that because you had like a job. Like you're like they're doing a great job. Also, um, they're paying me money now <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, once again, Canada is not going to get a Stanley Cup champion. Isn't that that's such a kick in the nuts that they're hosting visit these bubbles and they're just they're out and they're the ones that care yeah. about hockey and then like now. No, sorry, guys. 
USA number one. Yeah, no champion again from Canada. I was, I was hoping the Raptors would pull it out because as an underdog without Kawhi, but it wasn't to be. It was a great yeah. series, though. But, but yeah, it's a busy time in sports like it always is, and uh, it's weird, but we'll be watching. Oh, yeah. Don't have much else to do, folks. Yeah, we got to – now we just got to – Lean into hell world and just accept that it's a hell world and mm-hmm. enjoy sports, I guess. Yeah, I think this, uh, going back to our little sponsor at the top of the show, I think, yeah, I think maybe, I think maybe it is a hell world after all. I think we are. It's a hell world after <laughs> all. It's a hell world. Um, yeah, say yeah. that to your kids tonight, everyone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, we got anything else? Anything else go down? Uh, or is that going to do it for uh, episode 102? I guess that'll do it. I think it's another classic. I think it's another classic app. I see our commissioner from Yahoo Fantasy League, Hellworld Fantasy oh. League, just made a move. What? What? Yeah. Well, you know, like, <laughs> sitting here in front of my computer, I, I mean. I'm playing Jack in the first round of the playoffs right now. So, so we got a root for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up 6-3. Hell yeah. It's only only Wednesday, but I got to pull this out, man. I you got to. We're, it, literally everyone is rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's, good. it's a good feeling to know that that uh, I'm, you know, when you're playing the most hated opponent, everybody's going to be on your side. It's nice. So, Take a look at whatever's left of my roster. If you want anyone, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same, same here. I'm not, I'm not opposed to a backdoor deal here. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll look into that. I don't know if the league, if, if trades are shut off now that play, the playoffs. The commish, you can make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, trades might be shut off, but dropping and adding, that ain't yeah, shut off. I can let you know that's when true. that's happening. That's true. <laughs> I can let you know when I suddenly dropped Sixto Sanchez from the Marlins, who's <laughs> yeah. pitched amazing two shutouts in a row. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Can't wait for him to leave Miami the second he can to go to yeah. New York mm-hmm. <laughs> to the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, great name too, Sixto. Yeah, Sixto. I used to work with a guy named Sixto. That's a great name. Yeah, underrated name, Sixto. For sure, for sure. That means sixth. Really? In Spanish, yeah. Well, not exactly, but yeah. It okay. sounds like it. It's sexto, but sexto, close enough. Okay. Six, so... He's the sixth child. I guess so. His mom yeah. just named him by the number. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, good luck. Congratulations on your move again, but also good Thank luck you. in the playoffs. We're all counting on you. Thank you yeah. very much. Thank you. We can't have... Jack Daly having a big ego. It, this, no. I held him off. I was commissioner last year, and I was able to hold him off in the finals. I'm hoping it happens again. The commissioner holds him off again in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I hope we can pull it off. Unfortunately, he is – I think he won $10 already because he had the best regular season record. So, we got to cut off his winnings – any further gains well it's a weird season so i'm gonna vote that maybe you know we don't do the payout as it stands right now and like (laughs) yeah because it was unfair to everyone yeah uh, depending on who wins we won't do the payout yeah that sounds totally fair yeah i I don't think anyone would argue with that (laughs) 
that's going to do it for another classic up everyone thanks for listening uh you know reviews are still a thing if you want to do that do it tell people about it we're going to keep putting these out and uh yeah we'll be back next week with another show bye bye everyone adios Touchdown, no catch COVID.